Ah, yes, you got to love it. got to love it. The Bundesliga is back. The football season is back. Welcome back. It's Gav Mack and Devo up in the house. How are you, Devo? In the house. I'm good, man. I'm good. How are you, buddy? Very tired, very ill, but it's day <laughs> one and we have to move forwards in life. So that's what you have to do, innit? You know, the show must go on. No, no excuses for life. Uh, old school, um, hit that notification bell, all that sort of stuff, you know. And then after you hit the subscribe button, of course, and uh, the link is going on the bottom of the screen. Not doing all the cool graphics and stuff this time round because one, I can't be asked, uh, <laughs> and two, um, most of this is going to be audio only anyway. We're just showing faces to let everybody know that we're still here. So this is going to be alive. from Tuesdays. Every it's been a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has. So yeah, Monday nights you can watch us live, make as many mistakes as possible, um, trying to make this happen. And then on a Tuesday you can listen to it, uh, completely unedited anyway. So it doesn't make any difference. But that'll be available on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, and all that jazz and matazz. There you go. Lovely. Uh, I'm going to put the scores at the bottom of the screen for the people that are watching. And these are all the games that happened over the weekend in the Bundesliga. But how happy are you to have the Bundesliga back, Dev? I am very happy to have football back in general, but especially the Bundesliga. Um, although I will say some things I saw this, this weekend made me very unhappy, but we'll talk about that in a bit. But I'm happy to see it back. And I think it's a very important season in Germany when you think Lewandowski's gone, Haaland's gone. Um you know, p- people are going to be looking at the league and saying, like, how good were those two? Do you know what I mean? Mm. Is it a fact that is it the Bundesliga's poor and these guys look really good over there? Or is it that these two are actually world class and it's going to be a reflection on, on the Bundesliga? So I'm, I'm, I'm quite interested to see who steps up and becomes the most dangerous striker in, in the Bundesliga. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing that. Yeah, I'll tell you what. Yeah, why don't we, like, I, I'm, I'm in agreement with you. I think it's important that we, we do this again this season anyway, because it's important to show that there's more to the Bundesliga than Bayern Munich. There's more to the Bundesliga than just Lewandowski and Haaland. You know, we're not really doing a Premier League show this season. I don't think we'll probably change our minds halfway through the season as we normally do on <laughs> many things. But it's nice to see Haaland get off the mark straight away in the Premier League because... Everyone's going on about, oh, it's Bundesliga tax. Well, well, he's not going to have enough space to do this and do that. He drew the penalty himself. He then scored a classic. Yeah, and he made He scored a classic Harlem goal at the weekend as well, which I just think, you know what? The guy's the real deal. He doesn't need the Bundesliga to prove it. The Bundesliga has got a lot of talent knocking around there still. Bayern Munich, of course, they're still going to be doing bits. They smashed it up. What, 6-1? Uh, well, yeah. I know it's wrong because it's going on the bottom of the screen. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. six one, and Mane got off the score sheet. How important do you think Mane is going to be to the to the Bundesliga? Oh, he's, he's going to be massive. He's going to be massive. I see quite a few people in the comments saying Mane will be top goal scorer, and he'll be there or thereabouts. Um, it's just how much they kind of share it around a bit. But um, I wanted to talk about this Bayern Munich game because, uh, you know, I didn't manage to see it live. I saw the reaction to it on Twitter. Quite a lot of people slagging off the Bundesliga because Frankfurt, you, you know, the Europa League champions. Do you know what I mean? They're supposed to be one of the best teams in Germany. But what I will say is they are Europa League champions. They beat a lot of good sides to, to become Europa League champions. 
Bayern Munich can do that to just about anyone. Do you know Bayern I mean? Munich did it to Barcelona but, in the Champions League say, semi-final. Um, what I will say is that, sorry, my ear, earpod just died. Um, what I will say is that <laughs> Bayern Munich, uh, sorry, Frankfurt's defending was terrible. It, yeah. it's, it, it pissed me off because a lot of people do say, oh, the defending in, in Bundesliga is terrible. You watch that game and you've not watched any other Bundesliga game, you're going to jump to that conclusion because it was horrendous defending. This is my argument. Yeah, but this is my argument about Bundesliga. Uh, a lot of people will see the results and be like, oh yeah, well, Bayern Munich are going to win the win the league this year, yada, yada. But if you watch game by game, week by week, the Bundesliga is super, super, super like exciting. It is unpredictable at times. You know, Bayern Munich don't always run away with it. There are freak results sometimes and this it, it started this way, in my opinion. I think Frankfurt didn't help themselves. They may have had one eye on the Real Madrid game that is happening this week in the in the Super League in the Super Cup. I don't think they should. They should focus on matters at home, in my opinion. They've already got their number one seed in the Champions League, anyway, so they haven't got to worry about that. I just think they might have thought Bayern might be a little bit off the boil potentially, but yeah, they they, they got a lot of things wrong. I could understand Frankfurt having one eye on the Super Cup considering that, you know, they've never been there before. Like, I mean, not in their modern history anyway. Um, so, yeah, I can understand why they're thinking, right, we've got Real Madrid around the corner. I get it. But no matter what your mind is on as a professional footballer, you can't defend their way the way they did. I feel kind of sorry for Kevin Trapp on the first goal, the Kimmich free kick, because... There were flares and fog and all sorts. Yeah, you couldn't see what was going on. Could you see what was happening there? Sure, I think there might be in a little bit of foul play, whether you know coincidental or not. Uh, I oh, feel yeah, sorry after that. I don't think there was foul play because I'm sure that was the Frankfurt fans that were doing yeah. that anyway. So they, they they bust up their own team. So <laughs> well, yeah, um, sounds like a Frankfurt problem to me. I can't lie. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, the, that was, as I said, pretty much from that free kick onwards, they defended terribly throughout the remainder of that game. Um, and they deserved to get beat six, to be fair. Um, it was just horrible defending. Um, I will say that Musiala, so, you know, Mala Erhan, um, Musiala breakout season coming, 100% agree with you. That kid's next up. He's the real yeah. guy. For real. Feel free to throw you two quids worth in the comments, by the way. It's nice to see um, some of the regulars back. Nice to see a couple of new faces in the comments as well. So, yeah, that, that shout by Erhan, yeah, breakout season. I can feel that happening. He's 19 years old. He's ready to step up. He could play anywhere in the front three. He could play anywhere, not in the, in the middle three. He could play in the 10. He could play in the eight. I don't really like saying those sayings, but you have to conform to nowadays life, do you not? Um Dylan from the What's Happening podcast. If you haven't seen that podcast, by the way, go check it out. It is unreal. Honestly, it's brilliant, brilliant stuff. Lots of fight talk in there as well. And uh, yeah, Dylan gets some real top, top guests on there. He says Mane is going to be top goal scorer. Of course he said that. He's a Liverpool fan. Um, yeah. But uh, no, I, 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 can, I can't I can see why he wouldn't be. Um, 
This is one player, actually. Big up yourself, um, Kev, by the way. And um, we won't talk about Buddha Glimpt on this show, unfortunately. We'll try and find a way. I'll tell you what, why don't you host a podcast on our network <laughs> and talk about what's going on at the tip I'm of the yard? talking about them in Europe. But uh, yeah, Kev, Kev says, what are your thoughts on Jens Peter Hauger at Frankfurt, Milan Flop? We, we spoke about him quite a bit last season, didn't we? I like I him. Like- I like him. I think the flashes that we I saw of him at Milan, he always looked good to me. Uh, never really got a true run in the team for me. I think Frankfurt's a good landing spot for him if they do lose Kostic, which is looking like likely they will. Um, I think him and Goetze uh, could go some way to kind of replacing Kostic. I don't think it would be a like-for-like replacement. It might be a change in the way they play. Um, but I like him. I think he's a very good young player. I think in the right environment, he can shine. I think the Bundesliga is probably the best place for him. Mm, yeah, for real. Uh, lots of young talent knocking about in the Bundesliga this season as well. Um, there's some players that I keep forgetting that are so young. <laughs> I feel like they've been around for a while. Um, one of those is uh, Jamie Leveling for... Uh, for Union Berlin, I I've got so much time for him. The kid is only twenty one still. Can you believe that? Yeah, yeah, he had a good season. Um, he, he's come from Grutefeld, hasn't he? Mm. Is that the same fellow I'm thinking of? Yeah, yeah. Um, he, he had a good season despite Gruter being dog shit. Thanks. Pardon my French. Um, last season, um, I think he, he's coming and done well. And Union Berlin have got, yeah. A decent squad on them once again. They've made a lot of changes, but the squad looked decent. Um, I expect him to do well for Union. Big season for them. Juggling Europe again. Um, can they progress or will they be kind of stagnant in that same kind of position? Them and Freiburg kind of just fighting it out for that kind of sixth, seventh kind of spot. Or will they be able to push on and, uh, and you know, really make an impression on the top five, possibly top four? Uh, I doubt it, but. Yeah, I expect him to come on. Though that's the thing at home, I I fancy Mm. Union against pretty much anyone, even Bayern. You know, like they're they're almost reminds me, you know, like what the atmosphere is like at Palace. Mm -hmm. But imagine that, but raucous, more raucous, (laughs) and consistent for ninety straight minutes, irrespective of result. And the thing is, they're so well regimented and so structured in their approach. Mm-hmm. I just feel that Union Berlin, you know, if they were to get top four, people outside Bundesliga knowledge would be like, oh, who are these? What are they doing there? But people that know the league, it wouldn't be a surprise at all. No, it would be a steady progression. You look at the way that they've they've improved season on season since they were promoted. Uh, so it, it would just be the kind of culmination of all the hard work they've put in before. Um but yeah, I think they've made some clever signings. Uh, Subachu up front, I think it's a great signing. Um, US international, top goal scorer in, in Switzerland last season. That's a good replacement uh, for the guy whose name I can never pronounce, Ewaniwi. Ewaniwi. Uh, That's the one. That's why we love you, Gavin. You can pronounce all these names. Errol Weeks, I know. I feel like Paul Merson. Um, <laughs> And I've had a beer. Um, yeah, so <laughs> uh, I think he's a good signing. I, I, I think Union will do well again, but you just have to look at the likes of, I know they got battered on the first game. Frankfurt, you expect them to do well this year. Leverkusen, I expect to do really well. Freiburg, 
I think are going to have a great season. I really fancy Freiburg to do well this year. Bits. I think they're going to cook this year. I, I love watching Freiburg. For another team, you know, like when they went to the new stadium, I was thinking, oh, are they going to be all right? You know, um, but it hasn't really affected them too much. I think they're. I think they're ready, ready to go. They're another team that they're just like they don't have any suit like super, super, superstars. You know, they're just a a steady run of the mill club, but they just seem to get business done on the pitch. Yeah. And if they can continue doing that, then they're they're a force to be reckoned with a little bit. You know, it's a difficult place to go. They travel well. There's many times when you look at over the years where their away form is what's kept them in the league, and now they're actually converting some of that into their home. Converted some of that form into their home performances, and look, they're they're replacing the likes of Gladbach knocking around in that fourth spot. The the likes of um, Bremen that have played in the Champions League in recent years, Wolfsburg, you know those sort of teams. They're they're up there. So them yeah. Union Berlin. I mean, like Union Berlin. What you were saying before a minute ago about steady progression. They came third and were able to be one of the few teams that. Won in order to uh, won the playoff in order to get into the Bundesliga. They finished 11th in their first season, and then they finished 7th last year. You could argue that was actually a disappointing season last year because of how well that they yeah. started. They went for that period Can't just after off. Christmas where they kept on, um, kept on, you know, taking the lead and losing. Um, it was like silly games and silly points. So this season, if they were to to go on and finish fifth maybe, or even squeeze it to that fourth place, it wouldn't surprise me. And I think it'd be a testament. Can you imagine Champions League nights at Union Berlin? <laughs> yeah, what would be happy about going there, man? You know, you know who would be the most unhappy would be Hertha Berlin. Imagine all the money that Hertha have spent over the last three, four, five years to try and make a dent or to just stay in the league the last couple of years. And then their little neighbours, tiny neighbours, you know, gavmax sized neighbours, Rock up to the Champions League. Could you imagine? I would, love, I would love it. I would love it. I would love it if they beat them. I can't stand her to Berlin anyway. Because <laughs> well, the only good thing about them, I'll probably say, is their pipe prices at the stadium. And and their curry yeah. verse is kind of nice as well. Other than that... Not a fan of curry and that's the end of the Bundesliga show this week. Thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, make I sure love a Bockverse, love a Brackverse. You're not a fan of Curryverse. You're not a fan of Curryverse. Curryverse is lovely, yeah. man. I'm not a fan. Oh. The Curryverse in Köln isn't very nice. I'll tell you that much. I wasn't a big fan of it. Um, but a big fan of Kölsch, which is like their local local beer. I won't call it lager because if you call it lager, it, it pisses off the locals. It's Kölsch. <laughs> that's the only way you put it. It's just the way it's brewed. It's all nice. And like a certain breweries that only you could only get the beer from the brewer. You can't get it shipped out or anything like that. You can't even get it in bottle form in the shop. Um, and they won yesterday as well. Well, yeah, they did. If you're listening to this they, on Tuesday, against, they won on Sunday. They won at the weekend. There you go. Against Schalke, our good friend Schalke are back. That's all I'm doing. And they're doing Schalke things, getting men sent <laughs> off for a disgraceful challenge. Disgraceful yeah. challenge, um, rightfully so. And then they got battered. Cologne were, um, you know, more than worth the three points. Uh, easy mm. three points, Schalke. Um, I think they will do a lot better in this turnaround than they did a couple of years back. I think they look like a unit. 
Yeah, I think um, that's yeah uh, they'll do better than they did against Cologne anyway. But um, Cologne sold their best player to Dortmund today. I think it's gone through. Anthony Modeste has gone to Dortmund. Um, so we'll see how they do without him because he was what do you, what do you in think last year. I, I think it's it's a shame that it's come about because of the way it's come about. Because yeah. it's because of Sebastian Haller, obviously, um, you know, big up him and hope he recovers swiftly. But because of his, um, yeah, because of his illness, um, they've had to go out and get another striker, kind of yeah. the same mould, the same kind of stature and profile. And Anthony Modesto scored goals in the Bundesliga for years. Um, so I think it's a good sign. It takes a lot of pressure off of the likes of Adeyemi, who's quite young, Mukoko, who's like 17. Do you know what I mean? So it takes a lot of pressure off of those guys. Um, they, they know that they, they've got a striker who can come in and score goals. who may not necessarily start every game, but he can be relied on when he's ready to play. Mm, yeah. Um, I was looking at um, Ronan Murphy's Twitter the other day, and uh, he mentioned the player who Dortmund have just signed, 17 years old, a right winger called uh, Jamie Bino Gittins. And they've got him from Man City's academy. Mm-hmm. Man City just keep farming out these youths, man. <laughs> and I'm a Palermo fan, right? So this is big news for me because the City group have bought Palermo in the in the preseason. I'm hoping that there's going to be a few of those kids that are coming over. But the German clubs just keep snapping up all these English kids, man. And yeah. I just feel that I, I I'll be honest with you. I don't know if there's any City fans in the chat. Um, I don't really watch Man City's youths playing football, but I just feel that they wouldn't have bought him if they didn't know about him properly. Because I don't feel like he's going to go there and just make up some squad numbers. I've got a feeling that this guy's going to come in and start and probably hit the ground running yeah. sooner rather than later. They, they, actually, they actually signed him last season. Um, uh, of, he was in the uh, Dortmund... Reserve side smashed. Oh, it. Would be. I think first, yeah, he's been called up to the first team. He's been called up to the first team for this season. Um, yeah, seventeen. Um, he was part of the England uh, under nineteen squad that won the, the Euros. Um, pretty much followed the same path as Jaden Sancho. Um, so yeah, they, they've got big hopes for him. I think he will get minutes this year. Um, I think a lot of these youngsters. Uh, are leaving City because the pathway into other clubs is obviously a lot easier. You know, you're at City and you're right winger. You had Sterling, Mares, Grealish, Foden. You know, you're not going to break into that anytime soon, are you? So to move on to a club like Dortmund, who are renowned for giving young talent game time, it makes makes perfect sense. Do you know what I mean? So I expect him to get some games, but if Dortmund are in the title race at the business business end of the season, will he still get that same kind of game time? I doubt it. You know, they've still got some really good players. The Yemi, Daniel Marlin, who had a pretty poor first season, but I'd expect him to do him a lot better this year, this season. Rayner, if he can stay fit. Royce could play out there. Um, you know, they've still got quite a lot of players who could play in his position. Well, talking about um, goals, 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 goals. We spoke about it a little bit earlier with, uh, with Mane, but who, who do you reckon is going to be in the main bagsman this year? You know, like, no, no Lewandowski, no Haaland, 
but there's still a lot of big names and a lot of people that are gonna that are gonna score a hatful, in my opinion. So where where are you looking to to be the top goal scorer of the league? My outside of Bayern, because I imagine Mane will be up there, um, or Gnabry, or whoever decides Muller, whoever decides to just put the ball in the back of the net from really outside of that. Um, you're looking at Patrick Schick. You had a great season last season. You weren't too far behind Ireland. Yeah. Um, he translates as stylish in German. <laughs> Nkunku. Timo Werner's back. Timo Werner might be putting back, in. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but if I was to look elsewhere... Well, I'm going to throw a name out there. This is a guy that did bits, not last season, the season before. Um, last season suffered a lot of injuries and someone who I did semi-gas up a little bit at the Euros last time out. But I feel if he has a fully fit season, we're looking at 18 to 20 goals. And that's uh, uh, Sasa Kalajic. Oh, I thought he was going elsewhere. Oh, where did he come from? Yeah. Yeah. No, Cambridge is that guy that will score four goals in a game this week and he won't score for the next two months and then he'll bag a hat-trick and be like, oh, Cambridge just scored seven goals in his last, like, 15 appearances. You know, it's a good it's a good return. It's like, no, but he went on a period of, like, nine games where he didn't score at all and mm. it's too inconsistent for me. I I do like him. I do like him. I think he's a, I think he's a decent enough Bundesliga striker, but yeah, I'm I'm looking at Kalajic, and I feel that yeah, a fully fit season, he he could do bits. Yeah, yeah. Um, another one is Frankfurt. have got a couple. Erhan said one, Rafael Bore, but I like Randall Kolomoani. Kolomoani uh, mm. did really well in France. Um, He's got all the attributes needed to be a really good striker in the Bundesliga. If they can get the supply to him, if they keep Kostic, then he's going to be right up there as long as he gets the minutes. Um, mm. Goetzer, you know, Hauger, all, all of these players, Kamada, yeah, Kamada, all of these people supplying him. There's goals in that Frankfurt side. Um, so maybe he's a sneaky little pick as well. Mm. Uh, what are you guys thinking in the chat? Who do you think is going to be up there? Um, don't don't be boring. Don't say Mane and Mullen or them sort of thing there. Put something in there as well. Like Erhan, you know, he's feeling the Rafael Bore shout. Um, he was on it in the final. Yes, he was. He was naughty. So, yeah. And I, I do like I do like the Werner shout. And I, what I would like to see is Werner come in and hit the ground running straight away. Because if he does, I just feel that that proves more of a point to the type of forward he is rather than the team that he joined. How many strikers normally go to Chelsea and turn it on? Let's be honest. I can think of two. Yeah, I can think of two strikers that have turned it on properly, consistently, since the, uh, since Abramovich even got there. That's Drogba and Diego Costa. Yeah. Who else turned it on consistently for Chelsea? Huh? Drogba only scored 20 league goals in his career once. Precisely. So, Precisely. Yeah. Uh, just, it's uh, just I always have to have a little dig at Drogba. It's my little pass, personal vendetta. But yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Um, but yeah, well, I do think um, Leipzig, um, my prediction last year was off a little bit 
just a little bit. I've still, got, I've, still, I've still got those. Yeah, yeah, I was off a little bit. Maybe we should have a look at that. But, um, should we have a look at it for a laugh? Maybe it was supposed to be this year. Who knows? Should we, should we put it up for a laugh? Here we go. This, this was Devo's yeah, prediction so, from last year. Yeah, like, so Leipzig. I predicted Leipzig to win the win the league last year. Um, I think I got the Gruta Furt thing right, though. I got that Yeah, right. Furt, Furt went down, yeah. Got that one right. So, yeah. small victories. Um, Wolfsburg was off. Gladbach was Wolfsburg off. Wolfsburg was off a bit. Yeah. Stuttgart, Stuttgart was, was way off. Rough. Yeah. Oh, was my Berlin, I was way off on that. Yeah, Berlin. I I was way off on that as well. Driving like the thing is on your one. <laughs> I only actually I only put the red I only put the red arrow against seventeen and eighteen. Mm-hmm. But on my one, I actually put it against sixteenth as well because I thought you and Berlin were just going to be you know second season syndrome. Um, I thought they're going to be dead, and instead they went <laughs> they were brilliant. <laughs> so I predicted to get top four this time out, and um, they'll probably go down now. <laughs> it is tough these um, predictions are tough it is I mean I thought I thought better than Wolfsburg mm. I feel bad on Leverkusen that's not far off though switch um, Leverkusen to that fourth spot and you're, and you're yeah. laughing there Frankfurt had a good season Bochum you know that's not actually a bad that's not really a bad effort um, I'll probably get that done for next week yeah Flo's yeah. not, yeah. not here until September um mm. But Flo, yeah, that's a real one too. Yeah, and I think Flo got the the top four in order as well. He did actually, yeah. That's smart. In order. It's like it's like it's like well, he's, you know, he's got an inside track. You yeah, know what exactly. I mean? he's got an inside track. So. Yeah, precisely. Um, yeah, talking about the um, the the Chelsea curse, Ian Colwell, Spurs fan. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's cold. Uh, big up yourself here. I hope you keep him well, though, bro. Um, even the great Sevchenko sh- uh, struggled at Chelsea. Exactly. Um, so, you know, um, it wasn't going to happen for Werner. Werner, I still stand by. If he went to Liverpool, we'd be talking about him being one of the greats. They played the, they, they play the right system and the right style for him. It works. You know, but, so... The thing is, he, he did... He struggled at Chelsea, but he also missed some really easy chances, which That's what isn't necessarily a system is. thing. It is a, it's a confidence thing. It's not necessarily a system thing. It is a confidence thing. But I think um, when you're at Chelsea and you're in that number nine shirt and you're supposed to be the main striker, there's a lot of pressure on you. Um, I think going back to Leipzig, where he's loved, you'll see a different Werner. Because even when he was struggling at Chelsea, he was still doing it for the German national side. Do you yeah. think the Do you think the fans are going to welcome him back with open arms? I think they will. I think they will. I, I think it, score that first goal and they'll love him. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I think. What does it mean for Andre Silva though? That's what I was thinking. Bun him. Have they, have, they, have they ripped that up? Or they said, right, that didn't quite go to plan. Let's move him on. What does Andre Silva do? Or do they say, right, Silva and Werner, and we've got Nkunku, we're really going to go for this. We're going to keep all these players here and we're going to have a right go at this Bundesliga thing. I, I think... Can they keep him happy? I do, I do slate Andre Silva quite a bit, but Silva through the middle, Nkunku and Werner either side of him, that works. 
that that and is. Then they've uh, got Sabozlai, they've got Forsberg. Well, yeah, Sabozlai. Yeah, but you are. We the thing is, you can't. It's sort of thing just waiting. Like when we when we talk about um, certain teams and whatever, and it's like, sorry, my ear is absolutely screwed at the moment. I've got mad earache. Um, starting levels don't get you anywhere, and this is a semi dig at Tottenham again. Um, whilst Ian's still here, but that 16 17 Tottenham side was arguably the best starting 11 in the league. But what did they have beyond that? And this is when you look at the likes of City, Liverpool, the likes of Bayern, the likes of Real Madrid. You know, it's like, oh, well, this is the strongest starting 11, or is it? What about this player? What about that player? If you want to compete, if you want to challenge, you have to have a squad. And if you haven't got a squad, only takes one injury, two injuries, team smash up. So Leipzig are playing Champions League football this season. We don't know what the draw is going to look like yet. They could um, get a real tough draw and find themselves in the Europa League come January, February time. So with that, they're going to think, well, this is an opportunity to, to go on and win this. We can't start with it. We can't have a starting eleven. We need to have a squad. And if you can rotate, or um, the fact that you've got five substitutions over there, you've had five substitutions over there since lockdown. It's only yeah. Premier League that took its sweet ass time of getting involved with everybody else because they want to be different. You know what I mean? So having those five subs will make a massive difference to many sides in the, in the Bundesliga and especially the bigger sides when they've got bigger squads like that and the, a few of those clubs have been making a few quid as well with, with, um, with, with transfers that have been able to generate a few pounds and they've been able to attract a better type of player they're able to pay some slightly higher wages than they normally would in order to secure the, the services of some so I think I think it's important that it's there. And I think that front three could work. They could switch them out. They've still got Paulson there. Do you know what I mean? Like Paulson. Oh, yeah, they've still got Solot as well. Solot's still there. Yeah, exactly. So still got, yeah, someone's going to have to leave that group. Yeah. It might be Solot if they can shift him. But, um, yeah, I don't think they're going to keep all those players. Someone's going to leave. We've still got a little while left in the transfer window. Think, so we'll group. see. Anything else you need to yeah. cover, Dev? Um, I just want to say big, big up Freiburg as well. 4 0. I know we mentioned them earlier, but 4 0 away to Augsburg. Mm. A few of our favorite players on the score sheet there. Grifo with a wonder strike. Yeah. Um, oh, does he, does he, does he, does does he get the first one of the season? Oh, mate, of course he does. Yeah. Where are we? Where Absolute are we? Which one, which, which one are we going to go with? I don't know which one go to go Lazo, with. Mate. Go Lazo. Oh, Lazo. <laughs> oh, absolute wonder strike those of you watching if you haven't seen uh, Vincenzo Grifo's strike from the weekend go on YouTube and have a look well worth it there's been some brilliant goals in the world of football uh, did you see Ismail Asar's goal I did uh, oh, I did what a goal let's not let's not, let's, not the, let's not worry about the actual execution Sorry. think about the, the touch that he brought it down with yeah, and then the spin before he licked it. That was uh, that was special. That was special. Yeah. Did you see the goal from? Tell you what, lads, that's a cracking goal. That is, fuck me sideways. What a finish.
<laughs> Proper color. Did you see the one from France over the weekend? I'm not talking about Lionel Messi. No, no, no. I've not watched a lot of French oh, football mate. this weekend. It was uh, a look, little. It was, it was from um, the Ligue 2. Uh, huh? Guys volleyed it from about 45 yards, top pocket. Unbelievable oh. strike. You can check it on Twitter. We, um, yeah, we'll, we'll spread the link on our uh, MAD page. Try to get some love. Oh, oh yeah, and your boy um, bagged. Your boy bit and caught. My boy bit and caught. Hey, I, I saw that come through. I saw that come through when I was on the radio on Saturday, and I was like, "Yes, me brethren. I've got a lot of time for an Andre bit and bit and caught. I don't know why. He's not even that great, but to me, he's fantastic. <laughs> um, but you know, it's one of those uh, admission things. No, he's not a bad player. He's just uh, he's a tidy, tidy player. He's a standout. He's a standout in a, in a bad side. But if he was to go to a big club, he would be um, he'd get found out very quickly. I think. So, poor bugger. Anyway, um, this show um, is going to be going out live every Monday around 10 o'clock in the eve. Um, then it will be available on a Tuesday via the medium of podcast. So if you don't want to watch our ugly faces, <laughs> well, none of us are ugly, let's be honest. <laughs> but um, if you'd rather listen to us instead, that is, feel free to uh, subscribe to us on Spotify, on Apple Music, on Google Play. There's a couple of others as well. Um, we did quite well numbers-wise on that over the years, but um, we sort of tailed off. That's because we haven't been putting it on there. So it'd be nice to have some of the old listeners back and um, some of the new guys as well. And really appreciate everybody in the comments as well. Once again, it's actually quite humbling, actually, um, having so many faces and stuff in the comments, um, some old names, some new ones as well which is brilliant so really appreciate uh you doing that feel free to give us a share um you know share share like tell your friends and family um tell your dog tell your cat that um the bundesliga is back uh mac and devo doing bits for you every week on this we've got some other content coming up as well we're not going to commit to too 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 much to that um, but you'll be also be able to see our faces on other platforms, Sava, um, Sava Spurs channel. Um, you're able to see us talking stuff on there, not just Spurs stuff, talk other football stuff. Um, you see us on Terrace every now and then. Um, see us on various channels, various channels. Uh, you hear me on the radio, um, on local radio, but it's available on, um, I was going to say it out loud, but there is a, um, a person um, in this room, I don't want it to to kick off, Alexa. Um, oh, I, just said, I, just, I just said the second bit, and it went whoop. You talk to me, mate. No, 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 no. You call that there. Um, so yeah, I understand I'm waffling at the end, but um, it's always good to uh, to do a bit of waffle because um, we we give information in that time period. There, hopefully, I'll be back to full fitness next week as well because I feel like shite. Yeah, need to rest up, Gosh. Yeah, rest man. up, mate. That is old. Look after yourself. I will try. I will try. But that is it. Um, Devo, love you. Um, all the people out there, love you all as well. Take care and good luck.